Hi, hello, and how you doing? Social Butterfly here, a.k.a. Sobu Effect on Instagram. Just want to let you know, brother, I just checked out a couple of your episodes, one of them being the Biggie Tupac episode. Uh, um, the 90s is my favorite decade. It sounds like you and I are the same age, so everything you're talking about, I vividly remember. Tupac is my favorite hip-hop artist of all time, so as you can imagine, I was obviously in the Tupac camp. But with that being said, brother, I'm going to keep listening. I'd like to eventually catch up on all your episodes. And I just want to let you know you're doing a great job, and keep it up, baby. Social Butterfly, and I'm out. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at. This is Andy Anatomical, and welcome to another episode of the Profile Pod TV, the pro, uh, the podcast that features you, where we talk about you. Okay, so we have our special guest in uh, tonight. Good afternoon, good evening. Um, so uh, he is not here yet. We're just going to wait, uh, patch him in, and uh, he is... Uh, she's gonna be here shortly. So, uh, how's everybody doing out there? I know we got the NFL draft coming up here, and so I'm basically competing against that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had a lot of friends tell me, "Hey, man, we got the uh, the draft at uh, a little bit after, an hour after your your uh, your podcast comes on." So, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, anything, if anything, anybody, you can come back watch the replay and. Uh, you won't have to, you know, miss the the draft. But hey, we got we'll get an hour of uh, pre-draft here. So I hope you guys are all doing well out there. As for me, I'm just trying to maintain with this, uh, you know, this quarantine as it as it moves into, you know, a little over a month now. But I'm trying to stay positive, trying to stay optimistic. We're gonna get through this, and uh, you know. Uh, so to the profile pod, the profile pod, what is the profile pod? The profile pod is basically the po- podcast that uh, features you. Okay. We bring on podcasters, we bring on entrepreneurs, we bring on, uh, individuals from unique backgrounds and uh, we feature you, you know, uh, if you, you're looking to get some, uh, extra promotion, some, uh, marketing, this is the place for you. Okay. Let me know if you would uh, like to come on to the, uh, the profile pod so that we can, uh, like I said, get more eyeballs on your product, whatever you're doing, whatever uh, on your podcast. And uh, I'm just a man of the people. I'm just trying to help you out, help each other out. Let's help each other out. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So today we have, uh, um, we're featuring a podcast today, Dallas Beer Talk, obviously, uh, out of uh, the Big D in Texas, and we're just waiting for our guests to come on here, and uh, we'll introduce them. But in the meantime, I uh, just wanted to, uh, you know, take care of some ho- housekeeping items. Like, uh, want to thank everybody on Instagram, Twitter, uh, for your support. You guys have been great, been getting a lot of positive feedback on the profile pod. We're already booked up into uh, early, uh, want to say mid May. And going from there. So if you want to be on the profile pod, let's get you on here. You come on, we'll co-host. And like I said, we'll get you some uh, some more uh, exposure. You know, we'll get you some more uh, 
viewers, viewership, listenership, whatever the case may be, uh, we're going to do that for you. So, uh, and let's just have fun while we're doing it. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. So, as you can see, I got my uh, Lakers. I got my Dodgers behind me. My uh, Kobe up top, Minneapolis Lakers, and uh, my NAU hat. Soon to be a uh, proud father of uh, a football player, uh, Renee. Shout out to Renee, my son, who got a scholarship at NAU. So, uh, football scholarship. We are. We'll be there as soon as possible. We'll, we'll schedule to to be there in late June. So, uh, but uh, I think, uh, let's see. We have uh, anybody in the uh, audience here in the comments. Mr. DeCastro, shout out to my buddy Jason DeCastro. Uh, if you have any questions, we'll, uh, we'll we'll have a segment where we'll go to the uh, the comments and we'll bring up a, a question and uh, we'll put you on uh, we'll put you on the show. Okay, so uh, our guest should be here shortly, and uh, so and like I said, in the meantime, we're just going to continue to to uh, talk about the profile pod. We have the '90s Galore, which is the po podcast that I started, and that's on Instagram as well. And that's been great. And uh, I decided to, to kind of uh, do something else where, uh, well, we still have the 90s galore. But in addition to that now, we have the Profile Pod TV. And that's also on Instagram. Uh, the account, the page on Instagram is still in the works. It's already up. But I'm just waiting on the cover art. Uh, so we'll be able to get that uh, up, you know, going like I wanted to like I wanted to basically it's just the right now it's kind of a skeleton page if you will and we're just trying to you know um, get it get it up and up and running so in the meantime we're just gonna you know do what we need to do and and promote it uh, I'm still running everything I'm, the profile pod is still being uh, promoted through 90s galore on Instagram but uh, slowly but surely we'll get everything on uh you know, separate and uh, respectively, you know, everything done uh, within its own, with its own page and its own, uh, everything, be, everything will be separate. So 90s galore will be 90s galore. And then uh, the profile pod will be the profile pod. So uh, we'll have our, uh, we'll have our guest, our guest should be coming on soon. We're going to check in here and see if we can, uh, where uh, where he's at, and uh, he's just running a, a few minutes behind, but it's okay. Things happen, and uh, we just roll with the punches. We just roll with it, baby. Want to thank everybody for uh, hanging in there. Uh, as soon as we get our guest in, we'll, we'll go ahead and start the podcast. But uh, you know, right right now, I, I know like a lot's going on. We got the NFL draft. We got a lot of people going live on Instagram. Um, so it looks like we got we looks like we got our man. Got a create account. Victor. Every time every time I logged in, it was like you got to create an account. I was like, I'm working on it. Oh no, no, hey, no, no worries, Victor. How's it going, man? It's going well, man. It's, uh, how you doing? I'm a little flustered at the moment. No worry, man. No worries. Like, go ahead and settle in, man. Get yourself, you know, there's no rush here. We're just uh was just kind of uh explaining to the audience that um you know, a couple of things going on with my podcast with the nineties galore and then how I started the uh this this particular thing project yeah, with the with I, saw, uh, I was listening. I was trying to when I was logging in, I was listening. 
Oh, nice, nice. The Profile Pod, yeah. It's Profile Pod TV, where, where we bring on podcasters, bring on entrepreneurs, bring on people with unique backgrounds, such as yourself, and we just feature whatever they're doing, man. And uh, um, I want to go ahead and introduce you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, Victor Santana from the Dallas Beer Talk podcast, and uh, he's got a lot going on right now, and I, I uh, with his uh, a lot of projects going on, and we'll get into all that, man. But let's check in with Victor, man. I, thank you for being here, man. How you doing? Oh, thank you. Thank first of all, thanks for having me on. I enjoyed the Nineties Galore podcast too, by the way. Uh, I've been binging it uh, ever since Alan told me about it. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Thank you, man. No, uh, Al the Brewer. Al the Brewer. Shout out to Al the Brewer. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and uh, I see. What do you got? What do you got there? Uh, what, the cold, what do you got? What kind of cold beverage you got there? I'm drinking a, a exclusive beer. I was at reason I'm running a little late too. I was at my friend's brewery in False Idol in North Richmond Hills. Uh, we were cleaning up the brewery, and um, they made their first Pilsner beer, and it's pretty good. Awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah we're gonna talk a lot of beer, Victor. We're gonna talk about uh, Dallas Beer Talk, and uh, so yeah, how, how you doing, man? You, you, I'm doing good, man. Overall, I'm doing good. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the podcast. Um, the main part, mostly, was just partying and hanging out with people, introducing the world to the fun community. But, um, you know, uh, we're all shut in right now. So, yeah. No. What I'm gonna do, what's my next step, you know? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed you're a big supporter of the local scene out there in, in Dallas, man. The Dallas area, right? Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, so, yeah, we'll get into all that. And, and uh, so this uh, I, I need to, I need I have me a, li a little beverage here, too, man. It's not it's not beer, but, uh, oh, you know, cheers. Cheers. Salud. 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 Yes. Yeah, man, I'm really excited for you to be uh, being here. And, and uh, I was looking been looking forward to this because I know you got a you, you know, you're, you got a good following, man. And you're doing a lot of good things out there in Dallas. And uh, so you're in Dallas uh, or Dallas, Fort Worth or Dallas. I mean, I live in Dallas. Uh, the show is called Dallas Beer Talk, but it covers all uh, just beer stuff in general, not just the Dallas market. So, like uh, today, I was in Fort Worth, you know, helping that brewery out there. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Hey, where are you from originally, Victor? I'm from are New you York from, City. Are you from New York City? Yeah. Oh man, awesome, awesome. I, I thought I detected some uh, some East Coast, you know, a little, a little, uh, you know, a little oh, accent man. there. And... I wish I still had an accent. People say I have it uh, just for certain words, but I lost my real accent a long time ago. I've been out here. I've been in uh, in the South between Florida and here to about 13, 14 years now. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. And what part of New York City are you from? Queens. Queens, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I've been there one time, man. Been to New York City one time, and uh, I, I'm dying to go back. Uh, I, I was there in December of uh, 2010. Nice. And loved it, man. Loved it. Didn't have to drive anywhere. I was just on the subway. No. I, I, was, I was going places, man. I was all over the place. Funny story, I didn't learn how to drive until I moved to Texas, where I was 19 years old. I had to is get that, a license. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, there's no need to, to you, know, you don't have to drive in New York City. I man. felt like when you got your license, you were an adult. You, like, had kids. Like, you didn't <laughs> get a license until then. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, right, man. For people who's watching, sorry, like, my dogs keep running up to me. I just got home, and I've been gone all day, so they're, like, trying to get attention. So I keep like like leaning over and touching them. No worries, man. Yeah, you got how many dogs you got there? I got two. I got uh, oh. this one's Lucy. She's the young one. She just turned a year, and then the old lady Samantha's in the background hiding, like getting sun uh, sunbathing right now. 
Hey, it's pretty warm out here, man, in L.A. today. How, how is it out there right now? Oh, man, it's, it was cold this morning, but it's getting really warm. It's about 85 right now. Okay. It's yeah. I, for sure. I think it touched uh, I did about 80, 80, 88, 89 today. And, uh, but, um, so, yeah, man, it's uh, tonight on the Profile Pod, man. We got Victor Santana from Dallas Beer Talk, and we're talking uh, the local beer culture in Dallas and the Dallas area. Um, I noticed you got the 17 drip, 70% drip, Victor. Yeah. Uh, what's that all about, man? I, I know I noticed that a lot. You talk about that. You you wear a lot of the merchandise. So uh, I try not to wear my own merch a lot, even though I have a merch store. I try to support more than like advertise for myself. Uh, and the funny thing about it, I was meant to put my own clothes today, but I don't even have my hat or <laughs> nothing on me. I have all my friend stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. 17% drip is just uh, his concept of a lifestyle of craft beer, you know? Uh, cool merch, cool shirts, cool glassware, you know, having fun with it, you know, bringing to L.A. because he has a big uh, connections to L.A. Okay. Uh, I, I forget the guy's name. Uh, uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, I'm a, I wish I had I wrote that down, but big, big following of breweries, you know, uh, the beer zombie uh -huh. guys out of Vegas. And uh, he spends a lot of time in L.A. He wants to bring some of that swag back to Dallas, you know. Uh, I see. He's, he's from L.A. originally. No, he's from Texas, but oh, okay. he has a, he uh, he has another group called the Dallas Beer Squad where they do a lot of like parties and beer stuff, and that's how I got into craft beer through them and meeting people through them. Oh, but, uh, okay. He made a big connection in the West Coast, and then he just like saw the vibes and saw the energy, and he wanted to bring that, you know, to the South. Gotcha, gotcha, man. So, so yeah, I mean, let's get into that, man. So, how, I mean, you, you seem to be uh, entrenched in that in that scene, the beer. Uh, how did you take us through that, man? How did you get involved and, and how did you get in with that? It's a it's a weird story when I tell people beer is not I don't really like beer. I enjoy <laughs> it now. I enjoy it now. Okay. Uh, but it wasn't that. I actually had another podcast before called The Shit Show. The Shit Show? Yeah. Uh, I'm So I spent most of my 20s traveling the world. And I made really good friend connections around the world. Uh-huh. And, uh, and some of my really closest friends, they moved to Dallas, and, but we no one had time. Everybody worked. So. I try to trick them into staying and spending some time with me once a week by making a podcast at a studio. And we would just come by and drink. Okay. And that lasted a few months. We had fun. It was just being alcoholics and uh, just catching up. But then uh, they had lives. They have kids. Couldn't get back together. But I had fun making a podcast. So I had two coworkers that I was like, yo, let's do a podcast together because they, they're fun. I like hanging out with them. And they like to drink. So we brought that along. And my oh, old okay. host... Drew was big into beer. And that's how oh, okay. Your old co-host, you said? Yeah. Okay. He was He's... big into beer. And he made a suggestion one day that we should invite the local beer scene onto the show. So oh. we're drinking beer, but neither one was a real expert. Like, he wasn't a real expert on beer. I wasn't a real expert expert on rum and whiskey. So let's reach out to these people who knew more. And I gotcha. talked to them. Gotcha, gotcha. Grew from there. And what was the time frame on that? How long ago was that? Three years now. Three years? For the wow. Beer, uh, uh, Dallas Beer Talk. Gotcha, gotcha. So you brought on the, you brought them onto the podcast, and then the rest is history, huh? Uh, yeah, rest is because pretty uh, much, pretty much, man. Like from Jump Set, the first brewery that we got on for locally was called uh, Petty Colas. Um, locally, they're really big. You know, um, nothing like a Budweiser or anything like that. They're not massive by any means, but locally, they're really well known. 
And I wasn't expecting them to come on. I emailed a bunch of new breweries, younger breweries, maybe open a few months. Uh -huh. uh, and I emailed some of the older breweries locally. Just to, just to, to say I did it. You know, I wasn't expecting a response. They were the first to respond to my email, the first to come on the show. And when they came on the show, at the time, we had no followings. We had nobody to follow us. Mm. Uh, but they came with coolers and cases of beers to come <laughs> drink and have a party. <laughs> and uh, we had, I fell in love with that. The next brewer came on, did the same thing. The next brewer after that did the same thing. And I was like, yo, I don't know who these guys are, but they like to the drink. They like the party. Let's do it. And I started getting involved. Gotcha, man. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah. So every time they were, you were having a guest on, they were bringing, they were, you guys were partying pretty much. Huh? Pretty much. And it was always the good. bigger breweries. I was kind of disappointed some of the, at the time, some of the younger breweries, but now I get it. You know, when you started up a new business, you don't got time to really leave the business. You know, you're yeah. working 20 hours at the spot, opening, closing, yeah. trying to figure out what, you know, uh, what markets you're trying to hit and trying to grow and trying to figure yeah. out how to stay stable. So, at the time, I was disappointed, but the bigger breweries came out and showed me much love. And again, at the time, we maybe had 10 followers. Like, we were nobody. Literally wow. nobody on social media. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, man, you guys have grown uh, pretty pretty well here in, in uh, the last three years. I know now you're up to, like, uh, close to 2,500 uh, followers on Instagram, right? On right Instagram around there. is our biggest uh, connection uh, for the beer scene. Uh, is a lot of people apparently on the beer scene love Instagram, so... Yeah, we get a lot of love there. Um, but yeah. we're on all platforms. So we're on Tumblr, not Tumblr, yeah, Tumblr, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, man. Um, I was listening to your uh, one of your episodes. Uh, it was an early episode. We had uh, TJ from MVP Vodka, I think it was. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I think that was yeah, my. That was, that was one of the older ones, yeah. Yeah, about two years ago, I think said on there, yeah. and uh, so yeah, I was just curious. Uh, how's how are they? I, I looked them up, TJ or not TJ, but uh, MVP, 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 yeah, and uh, all American football players from Texas, yeah. and uh, yeah, they got. It looks like they're doing their thing, and you know they're, they're doing they're, really well. Vodka's selling really well. Uh, I still have uh, TJ's a, a nice guy. We're friendly, uh, but I know more. Uh, the guy that was the other guest that day was called DJ Loud. He's uh, I'm more closely connected to him, and he's okay. closely connected to TJ. Uh, but they're both doing good. TJ's uh, it's selling. You know, uh, I didn't realize how hard it is to break into the liquor scene. Oh, wow. uh, uh, it's harder apparently because you know, you, only only option you have is bigger establishments to get your product. You know, mm. you don't have a local tap room and a local place to really bring on your products. And if you do, it doesn't really sell much. You know. Uh huh. So. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're doing, for them. they're doing they're doing good. They're growing. That's awesome. Yeah, listen, listen to the episode. I think they, they were talking about how they had gone to Vegas and to to kind of promote their product. And yeah, uh, they were they were they were pretty happy with the outcome of that trip, particular trip back. I mean, that was what two years ago. I think now that particular episode. Yeah, and, and at the time they were about a year and a half open, and they were still doing good. They're still moving, you know. Um, but again, I was really really surprised just talking to them over the years how how hard it is to move up in that business, you know? I bet, man. Yeah, you, you know, uh, in, in the restaurant business, man, and, and I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? The uh, liquor slash, well, alcohol and restaurant. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not an easy business. Yeah, I, I, I worked in restaurants myself, uh, you know, serving and busing, and uh, that, that is, uh, that's, that's work, man. And But uh, a lot of respect, you know, to those who, you know, uh, in that business and, 
to put putting in their putting in the work. Thousand percent, thousand percent. Yeah, man. But but it's hey, man. It looks like you're having a lot of fun though, Victor. <laughs> you know. I try. Uh, yeah. I try. No, uh, for me at this point, I tell people um, I've been lucky enough with people watch me do a podcast for three years, uh-huh. and I'm always out and about. And people always uh, uh, always ask me how to do a podcast. I say first and foremost, number one, do what you're interested in because there's no money. Yeah. There's no money until you grow and try to yeah. learn about the business. So just have fun with it. Absolutely, man. No, it's uh, that's a, that's a key thing uh, when you're starting out your podcast, right? And so you you had the shit show, and then uh, and it, so with right now with Dallas Beard Talk, are you a one man show or uh, do you have? A, I know you have guests come on, but do you have a co host? Uh, how, I have how a special that? co-host come from time to time. I'm, for me, it's uh, I, I tend to, uh, I don't know if you ever noticed the episodes with just me and not a, a special guest, like mm-hmm. a special co-host. I tend to talk a lot, and I have a problem with that. <laughs> I've gotten better over the years, but I tend to interject stories and be involved too much instead of, like, uh, listening. You're like, you're doing uh, great. You're a great interviewer. I've listened to a few of your episodes, too. On, oh, thank you. Uh, on the 90s Galore, and then the... Few episodes you have here for this podcast as well it's a you're a great listener and i need oh, to develop you. that skill better hey man you know what man it's just uh you know i've i've, I've been in sales i've been in uh different uh professions and i've learned that uh listening is a, is a key key thing you got to do man something you know yeah i like to talk to and interject and and get involved with the conversation right uh but yeah, yeah I, I you know i i i make a conscious effort Especially in podcasting, as you know, you know you got you got to be able to listen, man. And uh, so sometimes you just gotta, you know, we have two ears and one mouth, right? We have two ears for lit for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and I wish I used my two ears more. <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you, brother. No, but you do a great job on your podcast, man. It's entertaining. It's engaging. You're, you're you know, uh, you're, you're a lot of energy on your shows. You know, and, and, and I think um, obviously you're. you're it's a it's beer based. It's you're you know you're in the social setting a lot, and yeah. uh, it, it just goes well, man. It works well, and well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. We made a lot of mistakes over. Or I say we. I made a lot of mistakes as far as equipment and scenarios, uh, but it's all part of the. For me, it's all part of the fun, uh, hanging out with brewers in their environment, you know. And I kind of developed over the years too because uh, people who make stuff are not the most entertaining people. Say it again. People who make stuff like beer or liquor, who in the oh. uh, house and cooking, some of the <laughs> most of the people are not the most entertaining people to talk to, especially mm. if you must just have the audio version of it. Uh, so I uh, developed that to set up from being in the studio. I transferred over to being in public to where they okay. feel the most comfortable and tried to get them out of their shell a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah, no, no, you definitely do that, man, for sure, for sure. I, I, I yeah, I'm, I get jealous, man, because uh. Shoot, hey, you're you're having fun, and uh, I mean, with the, you got the beer going, and shoot, I need to start drinking some beer on my on my podcast. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, drink what you uh, want, me and have fun with yeah. it. I definitely have fun with it, but uh, don't yeah. if you drink and get uh, the way I do, and again, uh, uh, I, I move my hands out too, so it's always awkward. Uh, but don't get too excited and too energetic. You do a great job as is. Oh, thanks, man. No, you know, hey, you know, everybody got their own style. You know, everybody has their own style, their own personality. And, uh, yeah, the greatest thing, I think, as a podcaster, just be yourself, right? And, um, yeah, for sure, man. And, and so I think we, uh, I think we're on our way there, man. But, 
So, like I say, you got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, talk talk about uh, Patreon. Uh, you got a website going where you're selling merchandise. Yeah. Uh, so, tell us uh, about that a little bit. So, funny thing about it, when I developed uh, the transfer from the shit show to Dallas Beer Talk, I just naturally uh, opened up everything. Website, all platforms, but never did much with anything with, of it. Uh, uh-huh. With the downtime, because with the show... I was working a 12-hour shift job and then doing podcasting after hours of meeting people and doing stuff. So never have time to develop anything. So I, uh, mm-hmm. with the unfortunate, unfortunately, um, shutdown, I have time to work on the website. So website's up yeah. there. You can see it. Um, we have connections to merch there. Uh, it helps the, uh, the brand. And then Patreon is more along the line, the vision I have for the show. Mm-hmm. Patreon is more whenever we do open up and we move past this. Uh, I want to develop that so I could have people involved within the show. So when I go to Florida, people could vote, hang out, see some behind the scenes footage, and also dictate where I go in Florida, where I go in California. And have fun with that because my philosophy of Dallas Beer Talk is I think Dallas has the best beer culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to find out if it's true. You know, I got to go to different places to find out if that's true and party in different places. For sure. For sure, man. And, yeah, and speaking of Dallas, man, yeah, yeah, it seems like uh, a very tight knit, uh, close uh, community, man, within the beer that beer community and that whole scene, man. Every, everybody kind of know yeah. everybody knows each other. Uh, everybody everybody seems real cool and down to earth, and you know, hardworking. But everybody's having fun and doing their thing at the same time. Yeah. No, a thousand percent. That's why I kind of I felt like I got lucky uh, when I hear about other beer communities. And again, these are all just rumors, so I don't know much. But uh-huh. just within the Dallas market, DFW market. It's so small compared to LA, compared to San Diego or uh, Denver. It's so small compared to those uh, markets that everybody knows each other. There's their problems between yeah. brewers and there's their problems between sales reps. Yeah, but for 90% of the time, it doesn't affect people going to a new brewery, people helping each other, people giving uh, grain or hops and then getting it on the back end, collabing. All that goes hand in hand with the people, the brewers, and the owners. For sure, for sure, man. No, I was uh, Dallas is um, I've been there one time, in, but I think uh, 2004. I was there for some training for, I was working for a company, man, and uh, and we, I was there for a week. Yeah, didn't really get to explore out. Uh, I went to um, Addison, Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good drinking city. Good drinking city. Oh, is that is that right? Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, it's a bunch of bars. Uh, yeah, uh, it within a small uh, five mile radius. Uh, so it's fun to drink there, you know. For, yeah, for sure, man. For sure, yeah, we I, we went to some club and, like I said, you know, we I was working the whole week, but uh, the one time I did get out, I was out in Addison and, but Dallas, yeah. See, right where I was uh, doing the training at a hotel, I don't recall the streets or we were in the downtown area, and that was a super cool area. Man. A lot of restaurants there and stuff. It was yeah. it was real cool. Yeah, and uh, you know, but and by the way, I think um, I don't know if you're a big football fan or not, man. That the draft is tonight, and I was I was commenting yeah. earlier. Yeah, I was <laughs> completely I forgot about that. And I was like com- competing with the uh, NFL draft, you know. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, it starts at five. Um, you know, I here. Like I feel like we're doing better. I think we would do better than watching the draft. Yeah, um, the, I'm a big Giants fan, so, so oh, yeah. I was at, uh, my friend's brewery, he brought it up. He's like, "Who's the uh, Giants draft?" And I was like, "Are they still having that?" He's like, yeah, <laughs> tonight. I was like, oh, I don't know. 
Yeah, man. I, I, exactly. I didn't think there, it's a virtual draft or something. Yeah, everything's gonna be online, so I don't even know how you're gonna watch it. I think we'd be better off just watching this podcast. It'd be better off than watching there you this. Go. You can yeah. just see the stats later tonight. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're gonna find out who they got anyway, right? Who your team exactly. got? I mean, not? Yeah. the Giants are the Giants are my team. We did. Uh, we're not doing anything special for the next couple of years. I'll tell you that. Oh uh, well. Yeah, I, I like the Rams. I like the Rams, and it looks like they're uh, kind of, uh, you know, I, I don't know, dismantling the because the, they they already. Well, they're moving into that stadium, and I'm thinking that you know they want to recoup some of that stadium money, uh, so they're not going to pay for that. So you're going to kind of take our bumps for a little bit, but whatever. Yeah. It happens. Like, listen, every every team has their ups and downs. I don't care who, what fan you are. I, everybody's uh, ragging on uh, the the Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers right now because that's Tom Brady, and they have what's that, that tight end coming back? Yeah, Gronk, and Gronk everybody's like. You, why are you coming back to be eight and eight? But so what? Listen, let the let the city have fun because sometimes you not every team wants a Super Bowl. You just want to have fun, have a good season, enjoy your team. Yeah, yeah. man. Exactly. Exactly, man. So my nineties uh, as a kid, being a Giants fan, like you think we had any shots to win a Super Bowl? No, in the nineties. Well, you guys had that one uh, year with when they when you beat the, the Bills, right? Yeah, we beat uh, and... the Bills, but I mean. <laughs> But at the end of the day, listen, we have fun. You you take the wins when you get it, and you uh, suffer the losses, and then you see what happens next year. That's what's why I uh, I like football watching it. I'm a big – I'm a more of a baseball fan. Uh-huh. And that's more – I feel like it's heartbreaking to me, so I just take the football as it is, you know. Oh, a, a Yankees or, or Mets? Oh, the Queen. oh, even from Queens, huh? You're being from, from Queens. Queens. Yeah, my mom said I betrayed the family because I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, man, because uh, – yeah, Queen Mets, um, the stadiums in Queens and yes. City Field, right? And uh, yeah, it was old Shea Stadium, now City Field. It's the funny thing about it, I've only been to Yankee Stadium twice, the old Yankee Stadium twice in my life, but I've been to uh, Shea Stadium like a thousand times. Is that right? <laughs> my mom was like, "How are you not a Mets fan?" <laughs> I was like, Do you remember the Mets in the nineties? Oh, uh, the, 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 the Mets of the. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, the eighties were good. I mean, yeah, yeah. they had the, the amazing Mets. They returned. You know, you had the cocaine. It helped. <laughs> yeah, you had Dwight Gooden and Daryl uh, Strawberry. Yeah. You know, jeez, uh, Craig Jeffries, Dykstra, Mookie Wilson. The, that's the Mets my mom fell in love with, right? But the Yankees wasn't much better in the nineties either. No. So I, I gotta tell people. I gotta clarify people to the uh, Yankees were much better, but they were always on, and they looked like they had a better shot than the Mets. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the, in the mid '90s, it came on, right? With '96 and, and then '98, I think they won. Yeah, '96 uh, they um, they drafted no '95. Yeah, '95 they drafted uh, Derek Jeter. Yeah, became a captain the following year. We had a great squad in the mid '90s, but you know, up until then, I mean, again, mind you, I'm only 31, so I was six, seven years old. Okay, yeah. but um, <laughs> all our oh, numbers, them like having a better shot and I enjoyed watching them more for sure. For sure, man. Yeah. The old, I never got to go to the old stadium. I walked by, uh, I walked past the new stadium, the new Yankee stadium when I was on my trip that, uh, 10 years ago. And, uh, but uh, yeah, man, the Bronx, man, right there. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I, when I went to New York, man, I never felt like I was unsafe or anything, but never felt nervous. 
But for some reason, when I got off the train there in, in the Bronx, man, to go right near Yankee Stadium, I, that was the only time I was a little iffy, man. Yeah, it a, what's that? It gets a little sketchy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But it was all good. But, you know, you know, that was one of the best trips ever, man. But, I, tell uh, people, I tell people, I try to tell people all the time, when you travel, number one rule for me, you know, I grew up uh, very low income. And you know the rules. You go to any neighborhood in daytime, 90% of the time, if you're not starting problems, you're going to be yeah. fine. For sure. Any neighborhood, but once yep. start the sun starts setting, you know you should go where you come from. You go back. Yeah, home, yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. Man. Yeah, I, I wasn't there at night for sure, but I was there yeah. in the afternoonish, you know. And uh, so, yeah, Victor, going back to Dallas Beer Talk, man. Um, so, what's your what's your uh, your creative process? Uh, um, you know, how, how do you how do you prepare for an episode? You know, what 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 types of thing? Anything? Any particular? Uh, you know, process you go through or, or is it kind of sporadic or imp- imp- improvisational? It's a, it's a little bit of improvisational, but most of the, my goal for every guest, regardless if there's a brewer owner or just another person is we meet. I try to do it in person as a uh, 90%, 90%, 90% yeah. time. I try to do my podcast in person every time um, because I want to meet you first. I want you to relax. We're going to have maybe one or two drinks and we're going to have a normal conversation. And then once, I feel like you're a little bit more comfortable. You get to know me. And then I, that's when I cut the camera on. Oh, okay. And if we have the time, sometimes it's a crunch. Sometimes they fit in me in an hour and we don't have that vibe. But I try to yeah. vibe first with the guys or girls. On. Yeah. And then, uh, and then once we're vibing, then we cut on the cameras. And then I just take them through the journey. So I, the only structure for the show is the first 20, 30 minutes is about them and the brewery and whatever they represent. Yeah, and then after that, let's have fun. Let's talk. Let's whatever you want stories you want to tell me. Let's share some stories. And yeah. I want to hear. I want to have fun, like I would at a bar. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that, I like that. I like that. And, and, you know, so by the time you're done with your uh, a typical episode, you're what? Maybe how many how many beers in are you in, man? Typically, <laughs> I try to match the flow after the episode's done. <laughs> so if the guest is drinking heavy, I drink heavy, which is not always great towards the end of the episode. Uh, but I try to match the flow of the guest because again, the goal for me is only to get you comfortable. So if you're sipping, I'm sipping. I might be one drink, maybe a drink and a half ahead of you. Uh, but outside of that, I'm trying to keep pace with the guest. Yeah, yeah, that's good, the, man. That's the good. most. The worst, the worst episodes you will ever listen to is when I, I smoke cigars with my beer friends. Uh, lately, I've been falling mm. in love meeting some beer friends, and then we go drink whiskey, beer, and smoke cigars. And uh, in mm. those episodes, we get pretty drunk. But I record for about three to three hours. <laughs> but you won't ever hear it because uh, you kind of hear it towards the end, but I record for three or four hours, but you only get about an hour and a half to an hour. Oh, okay. I see. You, you edit it down. Yeah. I see. Uh, how many episodes are you recording per week right uh, now? Right now, we're not. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do now. But typically, I record three episodes. So there's the podcast, the Drunken Public podcast, um, which is once a week, and then I have the Beer Weekend Update, which is once a week, and then I have a Beer Journey episode where I go to like four or five spots and hang out. And you and that you uh, you do video on that one, right? I think. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I want to keep it audio. So I just. I don't know why I never thought about this before to, because I want to keep everything on SoundCloud as well and iTunes. I want to keep it all like uh, uh, connected, you know, so no matter what platform you go, it's all there. And one of my friends was like, why don't you just do a voiceover while you're walking around in different places and tell people what's going on? I was like, 
Why did I never thought about that? So whenever mm. we go back to normal, when I get back to doing beer on the run series, yeah, uh, that's gonna be on SoundCloud. It's gonna be weird because it's gonna say number uh, fifteen on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, uh-huh. so it's gonna start there, but at least with uh, the the transitions and the, the speed ups, I'm gonna do a voiceover and talk about uh-huh. what's going on. Yeah, man. No, I was watching some of those videos, and you're. I mean, you basically go around and, uh, you know, I, I, well, the ones I was watching, you're a lot of beer tasting and just kind of, you know, socializing and, and with people yeah. and, you know, getting some of their the info about their beer and their product and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, that came up because there's so many breweries. Uh, L.A. is a perfect example and San Diego, which is not too far from L.A. Uh, it's so many right. great breweries out there. Yeah. Uh, so if I was there, I would have the same problem where. I can't only do one episode a week with a brewer or a bar or restaurant, which is so many places to talk to and have fun with. Right. But yeah. with the beer on the run, the goal is to hit five places on a Saturday, which uh-huh. is an all day thing. And, and I want to hit five new places. I'm gonna hit five new places, five new restaurants, five new bars, something. I want to hit something That's and awesome. hang out and showcase what, what we got here. What's going on? Yeah. Showcase. That's, that's key right there, man. Kind of like on here. Yeah. We're showcasing, the Dallas Beer Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, we were talking to Victor Santana from the Dallas Beer Talk podcast and the Big D, of course, Texas. And Victor, yeah. So, so yeah, man. Uh, so so when you do that beer, the um, when you do one of those videos, yeah. do, you, are, do you just pop in on them or do you schedule something? In. No, I pop in. Uh, oh, is that I right? I want the most natural response. Uh, sometimes it's a great response. Sometimes it's lackluster, but it's not about the the, the – individuals there is about the location am i do i have fun there do i recommend you going there and that's the point of it gotcha you know yeah yeah so you're checking out the vibe you're checking out the scene yeah and uh, i noticed um i I got familiar with um intrinsic uh smokehouse (laughs) intrinsic right the brewery uh, smokehouse and brewery it's a it's a great restaurant bar uh brewery i should say uh great guys i love those guys Awesome, man. Yeah, I was I was checking out. Uh, you know, I got familiar with the. With, with, I you, you frequent that place pretty pretty much a lot, right? I mean, it seems like. Uh, yeah, uh, if I if pretty pretty embarrassing. Hold, give me one second. I'm gonna show you. I got. Sure. Uh, I just left there this morning. I went there before they even legally opened and picked up the four pack. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice, man. Gosh, yeah. I, so need, I, I need a four pack this morning. Look at that. Uh, I love those guys. Uh, they're great guys. Um, I have That's much awesome. respect, uh, much respect to the owner, uh, uh-huh. Harry and the brewer. Um, but long story short, I, uh, I try to be honest with people when I meet them and I told them I didn't like their beers when they first opened. And, um, you know, that's hard to hear as an owner when you work at yeah. a place and you put, uh, let's wait yeah. to a place For and sure, I wasn't going to be belittle their location and belittle their the work ethic. But I was like, hey, I wasn't a big fan of your beers when you first opened, but I don't know what you did the last four years. The beers now are amazing. And he was like, well, meet Travis. He's like, this guy is, he went from volunteer to head brewer and Uh they connect and vibe really well. So we all started talking and they make a wide variety of beers. Do I love every single one? No. But what I love about them is that they talk to each other. They try to make weird beers and fun Uh beers together. And the food's amazingly cheap, and you get a lot of food there. So awesome, I love man. everything there. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, another one was um, uh, Hop and Steam. Hop and Steam, right? Uh, How, uh, 
Hoppus Thing is a great guy. Uh, I spend, uh, I, I don't know them very well. Uh, the breweries I spend the most time with is uh, Paul Seidel. I spend a brew, I, spend, actually, I don't even know why I'm like, I drink with everybody. First of all, uh-huh. I sound like <laughs> I have a problem. I sound like I have a problem. I might be an alcoholic. Uh, just joking, guys. Just joking. Uh, but um, the breweries I frequent the most will be Manhattan Project, uh, Intrinsic, Odd Muse is the new brewery that I'm always up there a lot. Okay. Uh, Bobby, mostly because, you know, uh, just love the vibes of them. And plus, Latino owned, so I love that part of it. So mm. I feel comfortable hanging out there. Great, man. That's great. So, so you, so yeah, man, you pop in, you, you have a, I imagine you have a camera with you, or do you use your iPhone? Yeah. Or? No, I have a, I have a, I have a gimbal. So, okay. uh, excuse me, guys. So, who just saw my belly? Apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> this is the gimbal. I put my phone on here, so uh, I try to tell people if you're meeting me on Saturday. I'm like, hey, man, you can't reach me until after this time. So I schedule that day. I uh-huh. put my phone on, put a wireless uh, speakers on here. I mean, uh, microphones on here, and I just pop up, just pop up, hang out, and drink. Um, in That's Texas, cool. is a we have a single uh, uh, single party consent state, meaning that I can record anywhere in public without the consent. Oh wow! So that's why I'm able to pop up without scheduling. When wow. I go to LA or New York, that's different. But yeah, uh, I can just pop up any bar, any restaurant, as long as it's a public area. Wow, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting, man. So that that yeah, that's that gives you a lot of uh, leeway, right? Obviously. Yeah, it, gets, it makes it a lot easier because again, I'm not trying to bash any bars, and I'm not. And when they, they everybody usually stops me. So, let's, for example, I go to bar Santana down the street. I just pop up. Uh, when I get there, of course, the bartender is like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm just gonna grab a few drinks. I'm hanging out by myself. I don't want to bother nobody." And from there, I just ask, like, "Give me the, any shot that you recommend, any beer you recommend," and I just sit there and hang out. People talk to me. I talk to the bartenders. I talk to the people, and then we okay. just vibe. Yeah, and then you see some, uh, you see some conversations with me and some people. You might see me drink a shot and hang out. And if the bartenders want to talk on camera or the owner wants to talk on camera, then we talk and we hang out. Gotcha. So, so it, it kind of things kind of evolve and they come together while you're there over time. And then, yeah. uh, okay, so then you start kind of commenting on certain drinks and beers and and what have you. Uh, yeah. But, so okay. if it's a restaurant, I let them make whatever cocktail, and I give my opinion on it. And I spent about two hours at location, so it's time that builds with uh, within a ten minute video. You don't see that time, but I spent two hours there, and uh, so it looks like I just drink from one spot to one spot. But I'm spending twelve hour day going to place to place, and um, and I just drink, hang out, tell my opinion about a drink, and then the, the bartender's like, "Wait, that wasn't the best drink. You just asked for a special. Here's the best <laughs> drink." I'm like, "All right, cool. Now we're moving on to the next one." Wow, man, that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, man. And I and so have you found yourself? Um, I mean, over what is it, three, four years now of drinking beer, and you've kind you've kind of become like a, a connoisseur of, of sorts, right? A a critic, right? Maybe a beer tasting critic. Kind of. I try not to be. I try not to say I'm a critic. I would say more of a connoisseur, um, because a critic would feel like you judge the beer and judge the the, the spots and establishments. I don't. I don't know enough to judge. I know enough what I like, and that's a big difference, you know. I um yeah. yeah. When you watch a movie, that's if as a person who loves movies or music, when you listen to music or movies, whatever you get into, uh, to relax, you just judge it for what you feel. 
Right. You're not a critic of music or a critic of movies. You just listen and you like and you don't like. Gotcha. And I feel like that's how I am with uh, uh, beer. I, uh-huh. I want to know more now because I have time. So I'm reading this book called The Beer Bible. Okay. Uh, it's right here on my bookshelf. And I try to read a chapter a day and try to nice. learn a little bit more just because yeah. I have the time to learn. But uh, sure. I mostly just want to just whatever tastes good to me. I'm great. I'm good with it. Wow, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because uh, I, I, I've noticed like you'll take a sip of something, you know, on one of your shows, on one of your episodes, and you'll you'll describe the taste and you'll you'll kind of uh, I mean, you sound you sound real technical, you know. You get real technical, and I try uh, to. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, try yeah. To. I don't know about technical. I always give it to people. <laughs> who it. I always tell people I don't know much about beer. I try to tell them that all the time. Uh, I learned from one of the, the brewers I hang out with a lot uh, from the hand project. His name is Carl. Um, he came on the show and he was like, "Stop trying to use fluffy words. Just say <laughs> just say what you know. Say what you think." And <laughs> and I, that's why I get it from. I try to say what I feel, what I think about the beer. Um, yeah. The technicalities of a good beer, and the, the ins and outs of it, I may not know, but I can tell you what tastes good to me. Yeah. Well. Wow. Yeah. So no. No. That. For sure. For sure. And uh, no, I, I appreciate that, man, because uh, the way you describe it, it's kind of like I can picture it. Oh, OK, yeah, I, I can just imagine the words that you're using to describe a particular beer, a particular taste makes sense. I was like, oh, OK, yeah, I can kind of visualize or, or you know, kind of get an idea of what that would taste like, you know, I, as you're I'm describing. A, for people who watch it right now, I'm kind of a bigger guy. So I, everything goes back to food, you know, <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. I'm in the same boat. I'm six two. You know, and uh, but and I'm glad you mentioned that too, Victor, because uh, I noticed that you'll you'll try to place. I don't know if you do this purposely or not, but you'll place like a a, um, a meal with a particular beer. Like for example, yeah. if you're tasting a, you know, I don't know. For example, a, an IPA. You know, what what goes good with that? Maybe a steak or something. Like you'll for as an example, right? Yeah, I've been trying to. That's something new. I've been trying trying to figure out to keep the podcast going because. Uh, one thing I tell anybody who wants to do a podcast, consistency is key. You want to put something out consistently. You know, you don't want to go too long without doing anything. So if I was to not put out any content for two, three months, you know, whatever growth I was getting will yeah. be nilch and I'll have to start fresh all over again. So I try to do something every week and uh, came up with food pairing, you know, and uh, since I don't know nothing about beer or really what goes well, I try to imagine what I enjoy about this particular style and I like food, so I've been trying to <laughs> just mishmash what I think and leave the audience time to be like, I wouldn't do that. I would try something different and mm. try to have more of a communal aspect of it, you know? Now yeah. we have to leave a question saying, hey, what would you pair with this beer? What would you pair with this meal, you know? Right, right. No, I was, so give us an example, Victor. What would you pair, like, for example, uh, a stout with, uh, with, I mean, just so, as an example? No, perfect. I, I, you know what I've been really falling in love with? I love stout. Stout is my big thing. I have a beer fridge right here in my, my main fridge. It also has a bunch of beer now. Um, <laughs> but what's been really, been really going well is desserts and stouts. Oh. Um, so, uh, for example, I made a video a few weeks ago, and I'm I'm not a big fan of dairy and beer. Like I dairy and liquor does never go well to me. It's yeah, I didn't like, so. It sounds like it's going to give you stomach problems. Like, yeah. Bubble guts. Like you say, right? Bubble guts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah. I, nobody wants that, you know? Uh-huh. But believe it or not, one of the stouts I had was a was called the pastry stout, which has a lot of already, like, candy flavor and, like, uh, chocolate flavor to it. 
Uh-huh. I mixed the milkshake with the beer. And to be honest, it made the beer in the milkshake a thousand percent better. Oh, and no really? Moment. No really? That's key, right? That's key. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I would not recommend it if I had the bubble guts. I would not recommend it, but it was delicious. Uh, go hand in hand. And then uh, a few weeks ago, I did a uh, honey style with banana okay. pudding uh, from Intrinsic. So it was a honey style from Intrinsic with banana pudding from Intrinsic. And um, when you first drink the style, for example, because taste buds is very key in what you ate and drank before, it's important. Mm. Uh, so when I first drank the style after having barbecue, I didn't really taste much of the honey. <laughs> I tasted more of the chocolate notes. I tasted very uh, bitterness to it. It was good. I enjoyed uh, like dark chocolate flavors to it because it was uh-huh. sweet in the beginning. Then you have if you have too much dark chocolate, it gets a little bitter in the back end. Yeah, yeah. So that's what kind of the stout tasted to me. But then when I had the banana pudding afterwards, and then drank the stout for the third uh-huh. time, the honey accentuated because the sugar in my taste buds was popping off, and I could taste the honey, and it made the the, the beer much better. So. Beer could hurt and beer could accentuate. Like I mean, food oh, could hurt the beer, but yeah. food could accentuate the beer. Gotcha, gotcha. So, what, what would you for? Um, give me, give me a good beer, man, to have with uh, some, some a good hamburger and fries. Uh, Believe it or not, the cleaner the beer, the better it is with me. Uh, uh, steak. Anything with too much meat in it, steak, pork chops. You want a cleaner beer because. Uh, uh, if you drink a IPA, for example, mm. or a West Coast IPA with a lot of bitterness to it, it affects both things. This affects the steak you're eating, it affects the beer, the hops you're gonna taste in it, and uh, it's too, it's just too much going against each other. I see. I, what I found out is you want to do like a Kolsch or a Pilsner, which is a very clean and crisp uh, mm. flavor on the beer, and then with the steak, you don't bother, you don't get the, you don't lose the steak flavor, and you don't lose the beer flavor. Oh, and okay. when you start eating the steak, it's the beer end up going down like water because it becomes cleaner and more and tastes like more like water and crispier. So what? Yeah, okay. So what kind of beer would you suggest? Can you sh- shout out a beer? Um, besides the pills that I'm talking about right now, I'm trying to think. Uh, for anybody watching in the, the South, I think uh, Manhattan Project, uh, Necessary Evil, it's a great pilsner. Uh, okay. Intrinsic has a great uh, coach. Uh, where is it at? Right here. Uh, Mexican lager is great. Uh, Beach please. It will be go. Is a little simpler uh, to go with. And uh, then on the west Beach. coast, Beach please. Yeah, Beach please. Beach please. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's a great name. It's, I really do like yeah. that. Name. That's a good name. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it, then, um, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna, I was trying to figure out a uh, uh, West Coast beer, a uh, West Coast brewery to mention for the listeners on the West Coast. But um, I'm having a brain fart right now. I'm sorry. No, 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 no worries, man. Uh, there's one in LA. Uh, I want to say, um, San Antonio. It's called. I mean, yeah. It, uh, coincidentally, you know, San Antonio's in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's near uh, it's Angel City. I don't know if you heard of Angel City. There's a bunch. I'm not too familiar, but uh, you know, there's a few downtown. Um, but uh, you know, they're 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 starting to pop up all over, man. You know. Well, the. I, Believe, believe it or not, mm-hmm. California is a great hub of great breweries. Uh, I, met, wow. I keep mentioning San Diego, uh, yeah, just because I know from experience San Diego has a lot of great breweries. Uh, but LA is popping up, you know, uh, Sacramento, San Francisco, mm-hmm. all those are growing as well. Uh, of course, Portland further north, uh, has yeah. a great brewery scene. 
Uh, and then going east, you got Denver, which is not too far from you guys, has a great brewery scene as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and speaking of Portland, man, I just I just came across one yesterday on Twitter. Northwest Tech, I think I want to say it's a green logo. It's a green. It's it's mm. a green uh, label. There's so many breweries. I don't. Yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And, and by the way, uh, what, what's your favorite? You like pickles? What do you like pickles with, Victor? <laughs> I don't like anything with pickles. <laughs> I know, man. I know. <laughs> I'm just. I was testing you, man, because I know uh, you say that a lot, and you're. And you're uh, oh, I don't know if you say it a lot. I do. One, oh, do I, you say it? The one episode I was listening to, you were like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna eat pickles. I'm not eating pickles," and uh, I hate pickles. And so I, I just, I kind of, I remembered that. So now I'm yeah, teasing you. Uh, I don't know why it just not hit, doesn't hit my taste buds right. But I thought a lot of people didn't like pickles. So I was at a bar one day and I was talking uh, smack, um, and I went to the crowd. I was like, "Hey guys, hold up, need a second. Does everybody here hate pickles?" And <laughs> I see of people said they love pickles. I just like, "All right, I'm gonna close my tab. I'm leaving." I was completely wrong. I, know, I guess I'm a, I'm a liar. <laughs> oh man, so you, yeah, nothing. Don't like any dill pickles, uh, chips or or, or dill flavored oh, seeds. Uh, you know anything pickled flavor, huh? Just that uh, the the vinegary saltiness of it doesn't hit my taste buds very well for some reason, man. It just it doesn't go well. I don't think it goes well with burgers. Um, I don't think it goes well with anything. But I wouldn't. I'm not the type of person, like, if I have it on my burger, I'm going to be disgusted. I'm going to take it off, and I'm going to yeah. eat the burger. The burger's still yeah. good. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So how did you meet uh, Elder Brewer, man? Oh, man. Uh, we have a mutual friend. Uh, He's also a podcaster. Uh, yeah. Anybody looking for a new podcast list to um, Modern Brews and Beats. Great podcast. Mostly what is it? Music. Modern Brews and Beats. Gotcha. Um, so mostly music-based. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, they do talk about beer. You know, they uh, try to connect music and beer from time to time. Uh, oh. But we, that guy Jerry introduced me to Al uh, last year, and uh, okay. Al was such a nice guy. I just we just hit it off. He, Al's just simply a great guy. Period. But yeah, he is. I, we did. He came on the '90s Galore a couple months ago. We profiled uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. He was he was putting me up on game on on beer and. He's really, he's very knowledgeable on beer and uh, but we were talking uh, Jurassic Park shortly thereafter. We did that episode and you guys had a live. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I don't know if you remember. It's like maybe two months ago now. That's where I first met you and you were on that live and so you were with with Al the Brewer. No, I remember. And, That's when I got introduced. He introduced you to introduced me, not you to me, but introduced me to your podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, I've been listening ever since uh, because I'm a child of the 90s i know a lot about the 90s uh seriously talking about movies right now uh to one of my uh friends at the brewery i introduced him to cb4 one of the classic chris oh. rock movies that no one talks about chris rock yeah man cb4 <laughs> Great low cast. that's been a long time man i haven't seen that one in eons eons man but, i got uh, it on blu-ray i got it on dvd and i have a shirt that says Straight out of low cast i love that movie Oh man, we we got to come on. Maybe we could do like uh, New Jack City or something. You're you're a New York guy, man. You know, I, you I, give uh, us a unique uh, <laughs> unique perspective. Down, I am down. Well, New Jack City, uh, it's um, the '80s based movie, uh, but I uh, I feel like I know enough about it. My father is a famous breakdancer from New York, so he's stuck in the early uh, late '70s, early '80s. Okay, I uh, I, uh, I grew up in a household of 
13 people. Is that uh, right? And, and uh, the kids don't have control of TV back in the days. Now, oh, nowadays, no. kids have control of TV nowadays. Yeah. But when I was growing up, <laughs> when I was growing up, you did not. You watched what the adults watched. Okay? Yeah. The oldest at the time watched. Yeah. Oh, exactly, man. You, you, you know, sorry. You know, uh, I know how it is. Yeah. Growing up, and I'm Latino, you know, and, um, yeah, those are the breaks, right? When you're a kid, yeah. but now, yeah, now I can't. My my three year old and uh, I, I I don't I don't get to watch TV anymore, bro. Because like you said, you know, now the kids got they got the uh, they got the they, they're, funny because, they're running uh, things. Well, I was growing up. I grew up with my grandfather, a classic Latino, had 14 kids. He worked all day, uh, and of course, 14 I, I, I yeah, I I when I was a kid. I watched TV when I, when it was my time to watch TV, but when he came home, regardless of what I was on, no, it's his time. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. his time. He, uh, we watched. The funny thing I remember this: uh, he watched Jeopardy every day, but he didn't speak English. Oh. And he watched Jeopardy, the uh-huh. Wheel of Fortune, but didn't understand what's going on. He just put it on. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Puerto Rican, right? A Puerto Rican Dominican. This is my Dominican grandfather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Four, yeah. 14 kids. Yeah, he had 14, 14 kids, man. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah, I, I noticed uh your Puerto Rican flag and and one of your videos, and you had a I think a Dominican flag up on the wall, right? Yeah, is, so, that, is that where you're at? Yeah. Yeah, so funny enough, I always keep it up here. There it is. So uh for people watching right now, uh it's right there, it's a flag above my couch next to my dog's crates. There it is, man. I tried yeah. to, uh, so I made a, I posted a video earlier just to make fun of my mom and my family who follows me on social media. Uh, it was like, it's a uh, picao. You know, Puerto Rican beat that uh, burnt rice in the bottom. Okay, yeah. Are they watching uh, by now, by any chance? Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> People watch it right now. Uh, uh, yeah. One thing, can I, no, I can't share it here. Um, but it's a, uh, it's a, uh, Dominicans call it con que. Con que. And in, uh, in Puerto Rican, it's called picao. Cause it's burnt, they got. Oh. It's burnt rice. But <laughs> it's a it's a feud between a Puerto Rican and Dominican dude saying, "Conque what? You can't call it conque. It's picado. It's burnt." I just saw that. It was a it was a meme, right, or a video? Yeah, it was a meme, but it was an actual argument on social media, and the guy just memed it out with the flag. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that, man. Uh, might have, that was you that posted it, wasn't it? Yeah, that was me. I was posting. <laughs> I, I was posting to make fun of my family because my mom claims she's Dominican, which she actually is Dominican. But she's she grew up around Puerto Ricans. She's talked Puerto Rican slang, so she always called it pecado. Oh man! I was like, I thought you were Dominican. <laughs> she's like, I am Dominican. That's funny, man. You know, when I was in the Navy, Victor, I, uh, I had a, a good a few friends, Puerto Ricans from uh, one was from the Bronx. Uh, if, uh, maybe Brooklyn, but they're Puerto Rican dudes, man. Crazy dudes, man. Good guys. Good guys, just real That's wild, though. Well, huh? a lot of energy. A lot of energy, yeah, bro. And we're, we, I remember uh, 95 uh, when I was in the Navy, we were, I was stationed up uh, near Seattle, Washington. Nice. And a uh, lot of breweries up there, by the way. Great uh, too. Good scene, yeah. Good scene up there. And uh, yeah, they, they, were, uh, they were bumping that song by Nas, uh, If I Ruled the World. Uh, <laughs> I just. Of yeah, man, and they, they were just—they were just, like you said, very energetic, just out there, bro, and uh, fearless, man, fearless. It was—it was a lot, of, but yeah, I always think back, uh, you know, at, to those guys, man, those days when, uh, you know, whenever I meet someone from New York, right away I think about those guys, and uh, but uh, and then I had there was another friend from I think Alexandria, Virginia, had 
but yeah, all those guys, good guys, man. A lot of fun to be around. Power, New, New Ricans are the most energetic Puerto Ricans of all the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> now, Boricua, right? Boricuas. All, all Boricua, and they all have yeah, Boricua. But New Yorkians have a different. They they they're too much sometimes for people. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good, man. So and I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, so you grew up in the. So you were in Queens your whole life, pretty much. Yeah. So I grew up um, most of my childhood in Queens. I grew up in uh, different parts of New York City. I spent a few years in uh, South Carolina. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so. My neighbors, uh, my next door neighbors from South Carolina. He went to Clemson. Always wearing Clemson stuff. He's, you know, it's in all LA. Good. Nice. All right. Cool. Yeah. 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 You no, know, I grew up in South Carolina when I was a kid. So the story with my grandfather, it's in South Carolina. He had a he had a ranch. Oh, okay. Had, Where at in South Carolina? I don't remember. I gotta oh. call my mom for that because I was literally I was three, four years old oh. when my memory started kicking in. Uh, about that time, but I was there from a uh, year old to about five, and then from there I went back to New York City. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I'll, I'll let him know um, next time I see him. He, you know, um, he was from uh, my neighbors. I don't remember where what part of South Carolina, but big, big time Clemson guy, man. He went there, and he's always rocking his gear, man. Uh, so, so man, what, going back to Dallas Spirit Talk, Victor, what, what's what's in the future, man, for for Dallas Spirit Talk? What's in store, man? Where, where do you see things going? Because you got a lot of things going on, you yeah. know. I uh, so continue. Uh, I want to continue growing. Uh, just awareness of the beer, the Dallas beer scene, and the DFW beer scene. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to continue growing awareness. So doing more pop ups with the Beer on the Run series, uh, the Drunken Public, meeting more people. But eventually, I would love to grow, be more sustainable. Where from the patron or just uh, just growing the merch uh, sales where we can travel, you know, I don't I don't plan to leave my my full time job anytime soon, but I would like to not cost me money because I'm already gonna pay for drinks. I try to pay for everything I drink because I don't want any stipulations gotcha. behind it. Uh, so uh. I'm still gonna cost me money when I drink, but at least I don't want to cost the travel, you know, do those places. I'm eventually gonna do it regardless if it grows or not. The patron and the uh, the page grows or not, I'm gonna travel in the future and hang out and drink. Okay, it's, yeah. uh, it's inevitable, but you know, hopefully, it doesn't cost me uh, arm and leg, you know. Absolutely, no, I hear you, man. I hear you. So, and, and, and but for now, and then you're gonna continue pumping out episodes every week, and yeah, uh, yeah. So, man. believe it or not, people who do watch the Dallas Beer Talk episode, I ordered these, I was trying to get these in last night before this uh podcast so we could pop them open, but. Literally got it right when I texted you and said, hey, I'm pulling in. Give me two minutes. Uh, <laughs> these came in this afternoon. It's called, uh, I don't know if you've seen it on your Instagram. I feel like every podcast I see all the time is called Poddex. What, what is it? Poddex is a interview uh, oh. podcast questions. No, never seen that. Never seen that. So I, I keep I keep pops it up on my Instagram. So I was like, you know what? For, the, for this interview, I wanted to pop them open. Uh, just to have fun, and I'm gonna try to have like solo episodes with pulling random cards out. It's yeah, different. man. Oh, I, I've never seen those, Victor. I got it. Where did you Where did you cop those at? I bought it on Poddex.com. I uh, okay. Google, Google Poddex. Uh, I bought all of the cards, which cost me like seventy bucks. You don't have to buy all of them. The ones I mainly wanted was uh, Would You Rather and What the Heck. Would you rather and what the heck? Okay. Uh, they come. I think they were about twenty-seven bucks, thirty bucks. 
for those oh. two. Uh, but there is the, 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 the people who are listening. I have two editions of interview deck questions here. The blue box and the black box are interview questions. Uh, the white box is episode uh, episode. So you pull a random card out, and that's why I thought oh. we with people who've been on the show multiple times. Like I have, yeah. I, I interview uh, beer people several times because I feel like it's more fun when they become friends. But I feel like we talk about the same thing all the time. So once, <laughs> once their uh, promotion is done about their brewery or uh, liquor sales, I want to mm -hmm. pull one of these random cards out and make the episode about that. Oh yeah, I like that man. I gotta check that out. I hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen that, Victor. Oh, so um, so what I'm pulling out right now for people who are listening, uh, I'm gonna pull out "Would You Rather" uh, deck, and okay. uh, and that's what I'm gonna start doing. So yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question, my only question for you this episode. Yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. It's just, uh, so you're gonna flip flip it back on me now, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a number one through five, and you tell me, and that's the card I'm gonna pull from the top of the deck. So uh, one through five. Uh, all right, let's do the let's do four. Four. One, two, three, four. Would you rather have a creamy or chunky peanut butter? Which just seems very PG and clean, which is good. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, creamy or chunky peanut butter. Uh, wow. Jeez, it depends on the mo. Uh, you know what? Um, I, I, yeah, probably chunky, man. Chunky. chunky? Yeah. See, I go, I go, I go uh, smooth and creamy, man. Smooth and creamy. Yeah, I, I was gonna say it just depends on the mood, but uh, right now I would be in the mood for maybe some some chunky peanut butter, maybe some some uh, some wheat bread, you know, a glass of milk, you know. So. Uh, that sounds delicious right now, honestly. That's me. <laughs> that sounds really good too. I, I think you sold me. There you go, man. You got you got to jump into your fridge there, man. And so what, what kind of beer would that go with, man? <laughs> oh, peanut butter? You want something heavy, man. You want something, um, because peanut butter's already going to coat your tongue. Um, yeah. So you want something to, to, to go with the, that vibe and that, uh, uh -huh. that feel. So you want like a, a heavy stout, heavy porter, you know, barreled age something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. It's, uh, it, it, are you going to pull out another card? Yeah, I was gonna switch. Uh, you know what? Let's go one through ten. Uh, let's go six. Six. Let's see what we come up six. with here. All right. Would you rather never be able to use search search engine again, Google, or never use the smartphone apps again? Oh man, no, I could probably. I think I need Google, man. You can pretty much find you can find anything with Google, right? So I have to go with the search apps, right? Yeah, but that's a little complicated, man. Never use smartphone apps again, meaning nothing you ever download again. Oh, so, yeah. No that's... Facebook, Instagram. Jeez, man. That's, yeah, those are, that's, what... <laughs> that's the worst case scenario. You're, yeah, you're caught between a rock and a hard place right there, man. I don't Jeez. have, you know, you remember people who are, uh, I don't know how old the people watching it, but you remember back in the day, you had that, uh, those world facts, you know, uh, Wikipedia, yeah. not Wikipedia. Oh. Um, yeah, I called it Wikipedia now. That's not what it is. Editions, uh, um, we had like 14 chapters, 14, 14 editions where you have all the world facts. Britannica? Uh, like, yes, Britannica, but Cyclopedias too. You know, your 14 like Cyclopedias. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. So that, that's good stuff, Victor. Good stuff, man. So, man, it, it looks like um, you're doing a lot of big things, man. Uh, you, you said you mentioned you do have a full time job, also. Uh yeah. Uh, prior to this, I was do, I do uh, cancer research. 
Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Awesome, man. And, and, and you've been, uh, how long have you been in Texas now? You think 13 years? About 13 years, man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, I was, so funny thing about it, I was supposed to live in uh, San Diego. I fell in love with San Diego. Oh, really? So I went from New York City to Miami. And then from Miami to San Diego, and I have family oh. over there, and I fell in love with San Diego, and I was supposed to live there, but my family at the time was going through a hard time, and then they have a place for me, and I didn't know nobody besides them, so I couldn't, I didn't have a job, didn't have a place to stay, so I came to Dallas or Texas when my mom moved from New York, and I was gonna stay with her for a little bit, and then fly back, and I ended uh -huh. up finding a career here, and never, never left. Oh, so okay, so your mom's in uh, Texas as well. Yeah, she came here first. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, San Diego, man. Gosh, yeah, I, I love San Diego. I'm like two hours away, but uh, it's uh, San Diego. We get great weather anywhere in, San, in, in Southern California generally. Yeah. But San Diego is just just a slightly, you know, just on a, a slight uh, a tier above, man. You know, it's like, you know, I just, but. I, I fell in love with San Diego. You know what place I didn't fall in love with? Uh, and, uh, LA listeners might, might find this hilarious. Victorville. Oh, jeez. You were in Victorville? I went there. When I was out there, I was looking on the map, talking about Google search. I went on the map. I'm like, where's to go besides San Diego? And I saw a place called Victorville. Uh, not too far from <laughs> San Diego. And I was like, yo, it has my name. I got right. it. Yo, right. The worst case scenario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I yeah. No. I thought about Sketchy at the time. It was uh, it was before meth was popping around the country. But, yeah, meth had central. What, what year was that when you were out, were out there? Uh, 2009, 2008. Okay, yeah, that's. Uh, I grew up about 45 minutes south of Victorville, man. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, Rancho Cucamonga is the name of the city where I grew up, and we're you know, Victorville's about like I said, about 45 50 minutes down the hill, they call it. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's grown a lot now since you know, recently it's it's it's, it's the whole Inland Empire area. I don't know if you're familiar with that term. I'm a little bit familiar. You know, um, mm -hmm. I have a really good friend of mine named uh, Ricky Stewart. Okay. Um, if you Google Ricky Stewart, he's a famous uh, 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 NASCAR driver or uh, funny funny car driver. Back in the day, funny cars. Um, and they're from LA, and he has family out there. So that's when I was out there. I went back out there, uh, met. Bunch of people out there, but anyway, uh, they're from Bakersfield, all the way from okay. that whole uh, mountain coast going down south. So I was all over, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, Victor, man, it's uh, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. I, no, I know, no, uh, no, like, absolutely, man. You know, everything you got going on, uh, we're gonna be looking for you. Where, where can someone find you? Uh, if you want to plug your social media, your website, go ahead, man. No, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Uh, apologize for the listeners and uh, people watching for being late. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Uh, but uh, if you want to find us, you can find Dallas Bear Talk. Uh, you can Google us and you can find our website and all our social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, all Dallas Bear Talk. And then uh, if you want to check out our website and our merch, uh, greatly appreciate it, DallasBearTalk.com. And you, you can see both my Instagram feed and uh, Facebook feed on the website as well. Awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll continue to, to, to check you out, man. I'm going to continue to listen to your podcast and uh, maybe we can continue to collaborate in the future. No, definitely. Um, yeah. You ever come out to Southern California? You know, you got let, let me know, man. We'll hook no, up. No, and... thousand percent. First stop, if I when I make it out to L.A., because it's going to happen. Beer Thug, for people who were still watching him earlier, uh, Beer Thug is the guy that I was talking about. Uh, OK, Beer Thug. 
from uh, California. Uh, when I get That's out right. there, you'll be one of the first podcasts and people to hang out with when I'm out there, as well as oh. future collaborations. That's right, man. We let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. But uh, once again, man, thank you so much for for being here, ladies and gentlemen. That's Victor Santana from Dallas Beer Talk Podcast and merchandise. Check out his website. Check out his Instagram, his Twitter. Um, he's doing a lot of big things, and uh, we're thank really you. grateful uh, for coming on. Um, as for myself, uh, cheers, Victor. Cheers. <laughs> there you go. I like that, man. I like that. And uh, you gave me some some new ideas for my for future uh, episodes, man. And, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Um, as we want to thank everybody for tuning into the profile pod TV, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. Um, uh, on Instagram, you can find us at nineties galore at nine zero S underscore G A L O R E. Uh, our profile pod TV, like I mentioned earlier, our Instagram account, our page is, is up already, but we're still not, we're still in the, uh, a work in progress there we were waiting on the cover art and a few things to to fully get it going but you can already you can contact me there uh we're already got it we've already uh you know started that back started that up so but for now yeah it, it hit me up at uh the profile pod um uh, or you can eat uh, you can email at profile pod at gmail.com uh, or at 90s galore uh, also on twitter at 90s galore if you want to come onto the profile pod where we can showcase your, your podcast, showcase your uh, you as an entrepreneur, maybe you got a business, maybe you you uh, you're an actor, you're an artist, musician, whatever you may may be, have, um, whatever may, the case may be. Uh, maybe you you know you're like Victor, you got your own beer scene going. Uh, let's get you on here. Let's get more eyeballs on you, and let's get you some exposure. Let's help each other out, man. I don't let's think there's anything. That's the whole point of all this. Just have fun and help each other out. So 100%. 100%. Right? First of all, if you haven't been in the 90s galore yet, you guys need to listen to it. It's a fun podcast, especially if you're the child of the 90s and enjoy everything 90s. So, Thank you so much, Victor. Yeah, Thank check it out, guys. Thank you so much. So, don't Let's forget to 90, I need to get 90s galore to 10,000 followers already so you guys can put a full episode on there because once you get to 10,000, you can put an hour on IGTV. I would love oh. to see that. That that's a goal. That's a goal yeah. for sure, man. Thank you. No, let's do it, Victor. And, and you're 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 closer than I am. So yeah, keep pumping away, keep pushing, man. And like you said, let's help each other out, man. And uh, that's the name of the game. Uh, so yeah, you know, subscribe, 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 um, like us, follow, share. I'll see you guys on Instagram. I'll see you on Twitter. Uh, you know, give me some feedback. Write me a review on on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, I've, I'm always uh, looking forward to interacting with, with the, the audience, the listeners out there. Thank you so much for wherever you're tuning in. Thank you for Vic watching. Thank you, Victor, once again for being here and the Dallas Beer Talk podcast. Till then, you. ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. And always remember to take it easy. Victor, all right, brother. Yo, yo. Oh, shit, it's going down. Welcome to the beat battle. Scott Storch, Manny Fresh. Y'all ready for this? We live, baby.